You know, Mother's Day was just a couple of days ago, and it should have been a vivid reminder to all of us that you don't want to make your mom angry, or anybody's mom angry for that matter. And a lot of moms are pretty angry these days. They're angry about the dangers that their children and everybody else's children face in schools and shopping malls and supermarkets because of the uh, prevalence of guns in our society. Well, hundreds of those moms descended on the state capitol in Springfield today for a rally and a legislative lobbying day to get Illinois lawmakers, or at least to try to get them, to do even more to keep our kids safe. The group is Moms Demand Action, the Illinois chapter. Lauren Harper is the legislative lead for that group and joins us live here this afternoon. Lauren, thank you for taking the time. Great to have you here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Give me, uh, before we get into the specifics of what you were talking about today, just give me uh, the quick background on the group Moms Demand Action, and, and how did you become involved in it? Uh, so Moms Demand Action was actually formed by a woman named Shannon Watts about 10 years ago in the wake of the Sandy Hook shooting. Um, and it was started as a grassroots organization, and it has grown over the 10 years to be over 10 million volunteers nationwide. And um, as for my personal involvement, I have three kids, and I have to be honest, I worry about them when I drop them off at school and, uh, you know, when they're just out going to a movie or the mall because we see shootings happening pretty often in those types of places. And um, I joined the organization because I felt like I needed a productive way to turn that concern and that worry into action. It's got to seem a lot of times, though, like you're you're spinning your wheels. I mean, you, you mentioned Sandy Hook, and if Sandy Hook didn't motivate us to get serious about the uh, the easy and ready availability of guns in our society, it's hard to imagine what, what could. Uh, at least we live in Illinois, which takes the issue more seriously than a lot of states seem to. But uh, from your perspective, how, how are we doing here in Illinois on these issues? You know, it's a good it's a good point, and I think that there is um, a certain amount of um, momentum that we're feeling here right now. So back in January, our organization was also in Springfield lobbying for the Protect Illinois Communities Act, which bans the sale and manufacturing of assault weapons in Illinois, and that was really in response to um, two horrific mass shootings that happened in Garfield Park and in Highland Park. Um, in our own state. And I think that those shootings um, made it real to people in Illinois that that type of violence can happen really anywhere. So we made a huge stride in banning assault weapons. But in addition, we also know that mass shootings are only about 1% of the, the gun crime that happens in the United States. And so it was really just the beginning of um, a movement to make sure that we pass legislation that will keep all of the residents of Illinois safe from everyday gun violence, which is the majority of the violence that we experience here in this state. Does your group want to ban guns? No, we, we absolutely don't. I think that's a misconception. Um, and, and it's one that um, we're doing, I think, a pretty good job of managing um, very many of our meetings. We, we try to start from a place of we understand that you own firearms. Many of our members are FOID card holders and they own firearms. Our main goal is to make sure that we do so responsibly. And we want the bar set pretty high for what responsible gun ownership looks like. So, you know, a firearm should really be stored in a safe uh, securely. It should be um, unloaded while it's in the safe and separate from the ammunition. 
You know, this is a really important point because I think uh, we've we've been sort of trained to have this perception that gun owners or people who who uh, recognize the value of guns for self defense uh, are completely opposed to any kind of regulation, any kind of rule or requirement or restriction. And I really don't think that's the case. In my experience, a lot of gun owners recognize that things have just gotten out of hand and that we need to to have some restraint on this uh, to take uh, something that can be very good and valuable and helpful and keep it from becoming very dangerous and destructive ultimately. Uh, It's absolutely true. And I think if you look at poll data, the vast majority of Americans are in favor of some basic things like background checks, banning assault weapons. And even if you interviewed um, people who are in the NRA, they also feel the same way. There are reasonable things that we can put in place that will just keep everybody safer. And, and we have to find a way to um, to coexist with 420 million guns in this country. So we have to find reasonable solutions that include everybody. So tell me a bit more about the specifics you're seeking today as you've been there lobbying down at the state house. What uh, particular pieces of legislation are you hoping lawmakers will take action on? Uh, so we're looking at three bills that we're trying to discuss uh, with lawmakers. Two of them have already passed through the House. The first one is a bill that actually um, allows for the gun industry to be sued for things like deceptive marketing and marketing to children. So um, right now, the gun industry actually enjoys federal immunity from lawsuits. And there are a handful of states that are looking for ways to sort of pierce that federal immunity in um, certain areas that um, are specific to things like public nuisance laws or um, deceptive marketing and fraud. So that is the first bill that we're trying to um, to encourage a Senate vote on. And then the second one is an omnibus package that includes um, the creation of a task force within our uh, Illinois legislature to look into requiring firearms uh, insurance. And there's also a component to it that will address a loophole in how firearms are removed from someone after they've been accused of domestic violence. There's a ton of data that says that uh, there's a lot of crossover between people who commit um, acts of domestic abuse and mass shooters. And so we believe that making sure we take firearms away from those situations is a life-saving tactic in, in a multitude of ways. And then there's a third bill that we uh, have not gotten out of the House yet, but we're calling it the cold case bill. And it's basically a piece of legislation that would allow the families of homicide victims to have their cases reopened if they have not been solved yet. So we have a very, very low clearance rate for murders, meaning people are uh, losing their loved ones and they're never finding justice. There's never somebody who actually gets put behind bars for the murder. And this is a case, um, a bill that would allow those cases to be reopened. You mentioned uh, about the safe storage of weapons, and I've seen that come up in other Mm -hmm. articles about the group. Is that something specifically before the legislature this session, or is that just a a broader issue that your group's concerned about? (laughs) It's a a great question. So there were a a few bills that we were working on on safe gun storage in particular, but none of them have moved out of the House yet, unfortunately. But what we would like to see, ideally, in the next session, and it's going to be a a major focus of ours, is um, we would like to raise the age uh, from 14 to 18, for which if you have a child in the home under the age of 18, 
you would be required to store a firearm inside a safe, inside a locked container or with a, um, with a gun lock. Because what we know um, from the last decade is that there's been a 66% increase in firearm suicides among young people. And suicide is really one of the um, leading causes of death by gun. It's actually six out of 10 gun deaths. And we know that suicide is very impulsive among young people. And if a firearm is used, a suicide is over 90% fatal. But if a firearm is not used, uh, it's uh, you have less than 4% chance of dying um, if there's not a firearm involved. So removing a firearm from easy access to anyone under the age of 18 is um, it's a life-saving piece of legislation that we need to find a uh, champion for in the Illinois General Assembly. I understand what you're saying with that, but but doesn't that, uh, in effect, uh, render moot the whole notion of a gun for self-defense? If somebody's breaking into your house, are you going to have time to unlock your safe, get the weapon out, get the ammunition somewhere else, get it loaded? I mean, it, it, those things don't seem to necessarily go together. Yep, and we do hear that a lot. And what I would say in response is that there are biometric safes that can open in less than three seconds. And they're available on Amazon, um, and I believe you can buy them for less than $100. Um, so the financial burden is not nearly as high as what you would use uh, to purchase a firearm. And then the other side of that is, I think, a bit of a myth that the, the majority of guns in this country are never going to be used in self-defense in a home invasion. Um, and that the flip side of that is just by having a firearm in your home, you are much, much more likely statistically to die by suicide from that firearm. So we, we, we have a hard time as humans really understanding risk, but the statistics don't lie. Um, and you're just much better off if your firearm is in a safe. Lauren Harper is with Moms Demand Action Illinois, legislative lead with that group. And uh, Lauren, keep us posted. There's uh, a lot you're, you're looking for and not many days left in the scheduled legislative session, but obviously uh, more to come potentially this fall and beyond. So please keep us updated. In the meantime, if people want to find out more about your group or maybe even join, how do they do so? They can text the number 64433 and you just text the words uh, fed up or ready. That's all you need to do. And then at that point, you'll be joined into our organization. You'll start getting some responses and you can get involved in at a local level. And we would love to have you join up with us. It's a, it's a really inspiring group of people to be a part of. Text fed up or ready to 64433. It's as easy as that. Lauren Harper, Moms and Demand Action Illinois.